I'm Chief Cheryl Victorian. This is Waco PD on the beat. Whether it's crime or just getting to know the Waco Police Department, we're here to talk about things that matter most to you. Hello, Waco, and welcome to Waco PD on the beat. I'm Sierra Shipley, the public information officer for the Waco Police Department. And I'm Officer Draper with the Neighborhood Engagement Team. That's right. And it is the end of the year. We hope you guys had a fabulous year. And as we round it out, we have Chief Victorian here with us to give us a year in review. Yes, You're let's welcome. do it. It's Thank been, you. It's been a long year, hasn't it, it? It has, but it's been a great year. It has been a good year. Yes, it has. Um, well, we'll just kick it off right as it is. Um, and in the beginning of 2022 was, I think, a little grim yeah. for, for our department and for the community as, as, as a whole. We had quite a bit of gun violence, incidents and reports and we had uh you know a, a bit of an increase in the murder rate for the first half of the year not the total year um <clears throat> compared to the year last year and so that was really hard on a lot of our officers in the community and so we decided to have a gun violence campaign yeah that's right and so um talk a little bit about chief you know why it was important to and and i think if I remember correctly, we actually started this campaign. It was in February. Yeah. Uh, and so, or at the end of January, beginning of February. And so it was, it, it was before even that increase started to pick up. Right. Uh, so it's kind of like one of those like pit in your stomach kind of feeling like maybe we need to start talking about this. So explain a little bit about, you know, why we kind of move forward with that gun violence campaign. So let's talk about the beginning of the year first, right? So we looked at data from the year before and we're talking about the number of discharges that we have in our city and it was incredibly high, right? And then we started off the year with a couple of murders and that's when we decided that we would do this gun violence campaign, right? And put the word out and tell people how to be responsible gun owners, gun owners and how to secure their weapons and um, how to help us to keep weapons off the street and minimize uh, the amount of gun violence that we were having. And then a couple of months later, we started seeing an increase in, in murders, right? And where we had eight murders, I want to say um, by May, right? And that was yeah. very concerning for everybody, even though most of our murders are interpersonal conflict right. uh, with people that they know. Uh, it's still concerning. It's still alarming. And um, after, after that, we, um, that's when we developed the Violent Crime Strategic Response Plan to address the increases in violent crime that we were having, uh, particularly as it related to gun violence. Um, I mean, because we were on track back in May to end the year. I mean, we were at eight mm-hmm. in May. We yeah. would, we would, it would have ended the year at 18, 20 murders, right? That would have been concerning. Um, if we were in comparison to, you know, prior years. Um, but fortunately, we put out the Violent Crime Strategic Response Plan. Uh, we talked about prevention, intervention. We talked about apprehension and what our plans were to reduce gun violence. And we have seen um, a tremendous amount of success uh, this year. And I, I say it's a tremendous amount because we are now uh, below our numbers from last year and we have incre- decreased the number of Violent crime, number of uh, nonviolent crime that we have had in our city, and overall crime in general. 
Right. Now, now, like you said, the year isn't quite over yet, uh, but but as of right now, for, for the year, violent crime's down by 5%. Is that correct? Exactly. Violent crime's down. 5%. And nonviolent by 3%. And so I think a lot of people, too, you know, we get excited because we talk about crime being down. And so I think the question is, well, how do you keep it? How do you continue it to go down? How do you keep it down? And I think it's, there's not really an answer for that. We can still do what we're doing, but there's an ever-changing adaptive way we have to continue because crime's going to increase it's going to decrease right and we just have to adapt to those changes right and then of course too it depends on where crime is increasing and what types of crimes are increasing and we have to change our strategies based on the crime changes right and crime patterns which which is important why it's important for us to maintain the stats and see what our numbers look like, right? And being out in the community and seeing what their concerns are um, as it relates to crime and then how we need to form our attack, our strategic plans to address crime. Yeah, and that violent crime <coughs> strategic response plan, that was introduced in June, and it had a wide range of a multitude of different things that us as a department uh, are doing, could be doing, are looking into. And I think that 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 plan is actually for view for anyone to go on our city website. Um, even if you were just to Google violent crime strategic response plan Waco, it pops right up. So um, and you guys can look through and in detail of that. But um, can you kind of talk about some of the, the main topics that were talked about in that response plan? So uh, I like to start things off with prevention and intervention, right? Because we can't arrest our way out of everything, even though there are some people who are need to be arrested and be taken off the street. And I think that actually once we get to that part and talk about that, that played a huge part in the reduction of some of our violent crime. Um, but we started off with prevention and intervention and what types of programs we already have um, within the Waco Police Department where we can you know, change the trajectory of some of our young people's lives, right, and and um, get involved with them early. And if they um, are thinking about a criminal lifestyle, um, maybe offer them hope in other areas and to do other things as opposed to get involved in, cr in crime. Um, you know, we have our uh, Junior Police Academy. We have our Explorers Program. You know, we do different events throughout the year to try to connect with our kids, um, you know, our back-to-school bash, and I know that's something we'll talk about a little later, too. Um, but just a different event where we can um, meet kids where they are mm -hmm. and try to help tra change the trajectory of their lives by offering them a different direction yes. um, um, and hope, right? Um, and if this is the lifestyle you know, this is not the only lifestyle there is, and we have other options, so. Right, yeah. right. And, J.D., and I, you can talk to that. For the yeah, because I was going to say, you know, what I, I loved about that, and I think um, I can speak for a lot of people, is the the response plan wasn't just department-wide. It was what we can do as a community-wide. And so talking to prevention and intervention, you know, realizing that, hey, we're as a department, but we need your help community. So getting those community leaders, churches or advocates and stuff, these mentors, and kind of have saying, hey, we need your help with this. And we all work together as that so it's not just I mean these numbers are a result of what our community's done all together exactly and and I talk about that as using our community as a force multiplier so I'm so glad yeah. that you brought that up because public safety is all of our responsibilities right. it's not just the police department's responsibility and we have some great community partners and great community step stakeholders 
who stepped up and helped in these areas of prevention and intervention. But we also have great community members who have also stepped up and reported are participating and are being witnesses or, and are, yeah. you know, are protecting. Even though, you know, uh, I remember a time when we people used to be able to leave their, their car doors unlocked, right? right? Yeah. Used to be able to leave the front doors unlocked, right? And then it turned into, oh, my God, you know, somebody broke into my car, and now you're blaming me because I left my gun in my car. And and, yeah. and, 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 and unfortunately, we can't think like that anymore. We yeah. have to protect ourselves and protect our our things, mm-hmm. right? So um, so we've had people to stop, start taking guns out of their cars and locking up their guns and, and being, you know, more responsible gun owners and that type of thing because a lot of, you know, the violent crime that we were having, people were using stolen yeah. weapons. So we're right? showing, I mean, we're the numbers are showing that it works, but it's showing we can't stop here. We've got right. to keep doing it and we can keep, you know, and, and I'm sure um, as the year develops and as we keep going, we'll still keep working together as a community. But, I mean, we already have proof that us working together you know, this, this stuff works and, you know, let's keep it up. So, and I think it's really interesting chief, when you talk about the prevention and intervention of things is that you were talking about the activities we had, but are geared towards our youth and young adults. And so to hear that it's, it sounds like that we're seeing more of these crimes maybe happening with those youth and young adults. Right. Um, a, a lot of our teenagers now it's getting younger, right? 14, 15, 16 years old being arrested for violent crime. So that's why I think it's important that we're able to get in as soon as we can and and build relationships as a police department or as influencers or as leaders in our community um, to um, have an impact on our children's life. It, that's a long-term shot to me. To me, yeah. it's like if we can save them now as kids, we don't have to see them in 10 years, right? Yeah, right. Breaking the law, right, or, or arresting them for something, right? But, but yeah, you're right. Um, we're seeing a younger and younger generation getting involved in violent crime. Right, right. And, there, and there's a lot of times, too, that uh, these, uh, these crimes, are, some of them are preventable. We've talked about locking your car doors. Uh, there's, there, we've had, you know, quite a bit of stolen weapons, but that's because those individuals are leaving their car doors unlocked, those valuables are inside. A lot of times, with just speaking with the detectives, um, these suspects are just opening the car door. Right. Yeah. They're not breaking windows. Right. Looking for the crime of opportunity, yes. opportunistic. It, it, it's it's um, quick. So you left the door unlocked for me, I can go in your car right. and just steal your property. Again, yeah. we're not blaming the victim. No. It's, no, no, just no. The, it's just the times that we're living in yeah. that we have to, in order to best protect ourselves, yeah. we and have to take different measures. And it's even if you're just running in the house real quick to yeah. grab something. It, it happens so, so fast. Yeah. And we're guilty of it. Yes. I, I can oh, adjust absolutely. to that. I, mean, I, have to, I have to make myself, when I have to run back home real quick because I – just left the driveway, but I got to <laughs> turn back around, mm-hmm. and I have to make myself take mm-hmm. the keys out of the car. Why mm-hmm. is that such a? Why is that so hard? Why, you know, I'm like, oh, it'll it'll be okay. Just leave the car running. I'm like, mm. no. Do you hear what you're saying? Right, <laughs> yeah. right. And then we have evidence to show that it can happen very quickly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right, exactly. and then you don't want to be that person calling the chief saying, "Chief, mm-hmm. I left my keys in the car." And yeah, that's <laughs> one phone call right? we do not that want to make. And, and, that is, that <laughs> and then as the yeah. chief, that's how I make decisions like that too. Going, oh, I do not want to be in the news <laughs> and that I left my keys in my car because I ran in for a second to exactly. see something about my dogs. Right. Exactly. So, so we all have to be mindful. Um, because they will victimize whomever they can. Yeah. Opportunity, Opportunity, like you said. I don't care if it's the chief. 
um, if it's a city official or if yeah. it's a celebrity, they don't care. Right, right. Yeah. Absolutely. And now also in that strategic response plan, now there was a mention of gunshot detection and ALPR, and it's caused maybe a little bit of confusion mm-hmm. in, in the community. Right. Um, but, you know, we just want to clear some of that up. Okay. Uh, th- it's nothing set in stone yet, right? Right. Exactly. So if you look at the Violent Crime Strategic Response Plan, as part of our um, prevention and intervention strategies, we wanted to introduce, or intervention strategies, we wanted to introduce um, new technology to help us to be able to get to scenes quickly. Um, so we talked about the use of gunshot detection technology. Um, we have already used LPR cameras, I mean, um, systems within the police department, but now we're talking about using static LPR cameras around the city. But it's not anything that has been approved or set in stone. We have gotten um, requests for proposals and bids on gun, gunshot technology, but that stuff still needs to be approved. And and we're going to send out some frequently asked questions regarding this technology and people are concerned about their uh, privacy and and. Um, we want to make sure that we clear all that up. These tools are going to be investigative tools only to help us to be able to solve crime, to solve crime quickly, and get the appropriate people in jail right. for committing crime. Yeah. Right. That's it. And that was just, you know, one thing we wanted to talk about and bring up just because a lot of people were thinking that, one, we were doing it now right. or that they were already out there. But this is, we are just yeah. in the very bidding beginning processes, planning, yeah. bidding processes. We don't even know if... We're going to accept any bids. Right. It, it, it still has to go through a lot of different steps to even start the implementation. Right, exactly. So there are, uh, we, we will keep you updated when 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 those, when those that process is, is approved. It'll be in city council reports as It'll well. It'll be in city council report. Our neighborhood engagement team will be out talking yes. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, give you an opportunity to ask further questions if, if your questions are not answered with the frequently asked questions that we're, we're putting out. Right. But it just goes back to like, you know, our treat model that we, that we live by this to transparency of it. So, I mean, we will, you know, put as much information and keep y'all updated, um, you know, as it develops, cause it's developing with us and we keep y'all updated, um, as it rolls out with us. So, yeah, but all, all preliminary. So yes, all preliminary. No, no need to, to, uh, you know, worry that they're already out there. Right. There's, there's no worry at all. So, right. um, but something else, Chief, that happened, and we're only through. We're only halfway through the year. <laughs> Half, wait, <laughs> how, halfway? Uh, halfway? How are you? Yeah, I was to say, hold on. I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> oh, you're not doing the podcast. Doing our podcast. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. We've only okay. talked about half the year so far. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. When it comes to you know just what's what's been going on in the community, okay. um, but there there was something else that happened a little bit. Uh, around around Mother's Day, we yeah. started getting a few reports on yes, yes. on someone saying that you had a son. Yes, absolutely. And, and you don't. I no. do not have any children. I am an aunt, um, but I am not a mother. I ha- I am the mother. My kids have Paul. I say, say you're that. a dog mom. I'm you. a dog mom. <laughs> I've always been a dog mom. Never had any kids. Um, but yeah, there was a young man out there claiming to be my son and asking people for money on his behalf, or maybe on my behalf, I don't know, um, for different things like something happened to his car and needs $20 or something happened to his car and needs $100. Mm-hmm. One gentleman gave him $100. Um, but, yeah, I do not have kids. I do not have something came up a little later about me having a nephew in this area. Now, I do have nephews, three grown ones and, th- and two younger ones, but no one lives in this area. And 
my nephews know after my <laughs> career, if you get into any kind of trouble, I'm not the person that you're going to call. <laughs> right? I'm the last person that you're – Now, and I will tell you this. I'm not the favorite Annie. I am the Annie because I'm the disciplinarian, right? right? Yes. And not necessarily a physical disciplinarian. No. I'm the one that when they got in trouble with their moms or their dads and their mom and dad and say, I'm going to call Aunt Cheryl. And they go, no. Don't call you swear, Yeah. You swear I'd put those kids in a corner and made oh them stand on one leg or something. I don't <laughs> – but that's yeah. not what happened. But, right. but you know, but my nephews and my, my entire family knows that if, you know, you get in trouble, I'm not the one that you call. I'm not the name that you drop. This is, that's not how right. I operate. Because right. yeah. I used to threaten to put my mom in jail. And I probably would have yeah. if she broke the law. Bless, <laughs> God rest her soul. I love you, mama. But you know that's the truth. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. So, no. so yeah. and, and those, those were, we, we noticed it. We posted about it. Right. We reminded the community that, you know, no family members of yours would be asking for money on, on right. your behalf or otherwise. And then uh, it started to tick up again recently. Yeah. Recently, and all of a sudden, um, I have a nephew out there again, like I said. And I, I wholeheartedly believe that it's the same person. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't have any family yeah. here in Waco. Yeah, so, so if, uh, if, that, if that has happened to you, if it does happen to you, just kindly tell them that they can call you, right? Exactly. If somebody comes up to you or tries to scam you or ask you for money, um, saying that they're related to me, or even if they say they know me, then you tell them to pick up the phone and call me. Uh, Because if that's the case, then why are they not picking up the phones? Because if you're you're that close to me and Mm -hmm. you need something and I see that you're calling or texting, I'm going to pick up the phone. Yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah. You have a wonderful heart, Chief. Yes, no, thank no. you so Will, much. Willing to help. <laughs> right? Yes. Willing to help. But I don't, yeah, but he can't call yeah. me and ask me yeah. for anything. He, no. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that would be probably a, a good response to, to that person if if uh, you do run into them. But yeah. very interesting. Yeah. And um, bold. But yeah. very, I should say very bold. Yeah. 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 But the I mean, chief is your mom or your, your, your aunt. And, and, and I was going to say, too, that first time was happened around Mother's Day when they said that uh, he, he, he was your son. Yeah. And so I was like, I hope there's a Mother's Day gift. Yeah. <laughs> I had a couple other people tell me that. Uh, you no. know? Did, did, did you get did a you Mother's, get a mother's yeah. Day? I did not. Oh. Did not get a wow. Mother's But he was collecting money for something, mm. wasn't All right. For me, well, Maybe next year. Yeah. <laughs> no, he can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> and tell our community to keep their money and don't right. give yes. it. Right. Don't right. fall right. for don't, it. Yes, exactly. don't do it. It's exactly. a scam. Exactly. It is. Especially and during the holidays. I think people yes. pull the heartstrings. They really do. Yeah. So. so if somebody asks you money for money on my behalf, give it to an organization here in Waco. Right. Um, that could benefit. From absolutely. Um, absolutely. Know, and then tell that person to call me mm-hmm. if he needs money. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- it was, you know, speaking of uh, uh, benefiting the community with other donations. Actually, you know, I want to talk about the events that we've had and just the community support and the donations behind it to put these events on. Oh, my gosh. This has been an amazing journey for me these past, I don't know how many months, almost what, about 20 months now, right? Um, I, when I first got here, I had people that I didn't know, of course, but from different organizations saying, Chief, whatever you need, whatever you need, we got you, whatever you need, we got your back, we support you. And so when we started talking about these first events and um, and I, we got our team together and I said, hey, y'all, the community said that they were going to help me, that they, they got our back. I said, so let's see. And sure enough. The community has showed up and showed out each and every time, each and every event, whether it's donations with um, 
um, money or donations with the back to school stuff or donation for the location. I mean, it has just been tremendous. Um, and I am just so grateful that we have a community that supports us, that sees our vision, mm-hmm. right, and wants to see us increase the positive interactions that we have with our community. Yeah. Um, and just it, that just, it doesn't just impact policing in Waco. Right. It impacts po- the profession of policing. Yeah, and it yeah. shows the, the community's country. invested. Yeah. The community's invested in their own yeah. town and city. So, and, I mean, exactly. that's shown time and time again with every event. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know the net and the net unit. They just started off this year, and yes, oh and we gosh. hit the ground hit running, the ground <laughs> running. They really we did. did. They really did, yeah, the, and it's the, it's been fantastic. Crime Prevention yeah. Summit started yeah. off right in January right. or February, February and, and, and seeing that's another stopped. thing, right? And I know that we're talking about doing that in some form or fashion again. Right. But those are opportunities for our community to come out. When you hear us advertising stuff like oh. that, come out and join us and see how we can be- help you protect yourself, mm-hmm. protect your home, protect your vehicle, Absolutely. protect you while you're out shopping. So um, please join us. This is not, you know, we're not just reaching out, asking you for donations here or there. We yeah. want you to come join us at these yeah, events and get to know it. us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Absolutely. come volunteer, whatever. Right, right. <laughs> just just some, um, you know, numbers that we've helped for, for this year. The Back to School Bash, we gave out 500 backpacks. Mm-hmm. The Trunk or Treat. This year? This year. I think we gave away more than 500 backpacks in 2022. Did we give away more than 500? Because we gave away 700 backpacks I'm sorry. in 2021. There was not 500 backpacks. Wasn't there 1,500? It was 1,500, I was going to say, I missed it all. You missed the one on there, girl. I had it written down and I mistyped yeah, it. That's I okay. I forgot the one. Because I want to say it was like almost 700 in some of the say, first year. Yes. Yeah. So more than double. Yeah. Yes. Sure was. Wow. 1,500 yeah, backpacks. 1,500. Filled with school supplies. With school supplies. That's 1,500 kids. That's right. And, that and these donations came from the community, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And, uh, oh, my gosh. I can't believe that. Oh, girl, that's okay. <laughs> like, that's and okay. As I was saying that out loud, too, I said, that sounds. That's kind of low, right? Like, For Waco PD. Okay. And we did. It was fantastic. You know, yeah. um, our officers made donations, our community made donations, and uh, I mean, all types of, and the same people that supported us the year before came back and supported again, you know, yes. and I'm looking forward to that event, so it was great. It's just so much fun. Trunk or Treat, you know, we had that in October. That was over 2,000 people. 2,000 That's people. just insane. That was great. Yeah. You know, we partnered this yeah, year. Yeah, we partnered this year with WISD. at the Athletic Complex, right? There's plenty of parking, and... Um, our stakeholders again came out, decorated their vehicles, had plenty of candy because we ran out of candy last we year. We did run out, yes. So yeah, we made sure. We made sure this year we, <laughs> we had. had plenty of candy and um, kids it, it and was their costumes. Kids I mean, they looked beautiful, and the partnership so was great. And even so. the adults dressed up. There were some adults dressed I up, and I right. loved it. I liked right? it. And it Chief, great. you even went out there and danced a little I bit. I danced a little. I joined you. Yes. Yeah, I joined you and danced yes. a, just yes. a little I, bit. I realized I'm, uh, I'm the dancer of the department. I yeah. You are the department <laughs> yeah. dancer. P-I-O Is that your new title? P.I.O. slash dancer. Slash dancer. Yeah. But but it was it was really good. You know, initially I wanted us to host events here at the tower, right, because I wanted people to be able to come to the tower and realize that this building in the middle of the city, it belongs to all of us, and I don't want them to just visit us when something terrible has happened, right, or they need records or have to come do do a witness statement. Um, I wanted to 
have some positive interactions on this property and then we outgrew it yeah. real fast yeah. quickly yeah. Real fast. but that's a fast. great so thing that was good it's great and so now i'm challenging my neighborhood engagement team to come up with something um <laughs> so that we can continue to host something here i know this is audio tower. only but i'm getting some yeah. eyes this way <laughs> <laughs> challenge accepted <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah we did we did great. realize very quickly that yeah. in 2021 we had these events yeah. and our parking lot's just a little too small. It was a little too small. Yeah. <laughs> I'm anxious to see what's going to happen next door. I you know, know, maybe right? it'll be something. Yeah. So much potential. Oh, yeah. yeah. The community's excited to see what's yeah, going to happen what's next gonna door. Happen. So, so we're, we're all very we, anxious. Yeah, so we'll we, see. we might we'll be see. able to bring something back over so, here yeah, and, we'll and host it at our house. So, yeah, we also fantastic. Had, yeah, we also had the community opportunity <laughs> event, the Co. Yep. Co. Yep. And that actually, you know, a lot of our events, I feel, are pertained to to they're I mean they're for everyone but right. we do have a lot of like kids maybe <clears throat> right. geared toward activities uh, the community opportunity event was really for those youth and young adults to maybe find a career right or yeah. gain some access or or tools to help them in school in right. life right and so that was a great turnout as well I, I think so that was it. part of our um, prevention and intervention strategy as well. It, it was right on the heels of the violent crime strategic response plan, and we wanted to make sure that people knew the work opportunities that were mm. just right out here in our communities. Yeah. Even those that are just as involved, there's there's an opportunity for you, a chance for you to change your life, right, yeah. and turn your life around. And that's what that was all about. Like you said, gain some skills and some knowledge, and and get a job and get on your feet and start doing things. Yeah. You know, things. And on that's your own. where the whole name came from too. Yeah. Is kind of to get. I mean, it didn't like we just threw that name together. I mean, the co is like a. A language and stuff that people refer to Waco as as the co and so that's where that whole name came from to kind of get on on this level um, and try and bring you know the youth into this and you know the adolescents and stuff and kind of help them you know get to them on on their level right um, so I yep. think that's great, especially, mm -hmm. too, as, as Chief, you said in the beginning that we saw a lot of our crimes in those age ranges right. and so it's just sometimes those those you know, they, the people, they don't have those resources. And right. so we want to be able to tell them that we have those resources. We're here for you. Mm -hmm. And we want to help you. We don't mm -hmm. want you to go down that we path. We don't want to. And you know what? And I came across a couple of people, and I'm so grateful, too, that people were not afraid to show up um, if they had been just as involved. And I had people yeah. stop me to say, this is a great opportunity. Thank you for inviting me and telling me about their history and how they've turned their lives around and what they were not going to do anymore. And what the, you know, and so it's very encouraging and inspirational, even with the few that I heard yeah. that we had touched somebody and impacted somebody's That's lives. Awesome. And then next year, maybe it, it'll double. Yeah, right? we've already started so, planning a, yeah. a meeting to get it started and, and going. So it, it's happening again I like uh, it. next year. So hopefully... So anybody listening and wants to be a part of it, you can reach out to your neighborhood engagement team because we're starting, we're already starting to get that stuff developed and go again for round two. That's great. That's and I'm, I'm so proud of our neighborhood engagement team. You guys have done a phenomenal job, um, not with just hosting our events and our community outreach team as well. They've been doing a lot as well. Um, but you guys hit the ground running. You haven't stopped running. I know I have worked you guys hard good thing i'm an endurance runner. <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> i know i have worked you guys hard but you stay the course and and you always want to make the year the next year better than the year before 
And that's yeah. all we can ask yeah. for. Yeah. Right? Well, one of the last things that, you know, I, I want to pull out is just some upcoming exciting programs like the PAL Club. Yeah. We have an amazing PALS board um, that has gathered, and, and we're talking about PALS, the Police Athletic League or Police Activities League, um, where we can further engage our youth in activities to for uh, self-development, um, teaching life skills, right, teamwork, uh, leadership, building their confidence um, through our Police Activities League, and it's something that we're getting off the ground. We have an amazing board, like I said, it's led by our very own chaplain, uh, Richard Thompson, and... Um, yeah, we can't wait to kick that off and, and, and see where it goes. We're hoping that we outgrow that, too, and, you know? <laughs> I know, just one more thing. And we've got right? so many other things, too, that that we're looking into as a department to to engage the community more and just be able to build those relationships. Right. That's, right. that's what, you know, ever, Chief, ever since you started, that's one of the biggest things that you've – that's one of your main, main goals here. Yeah. So Building relationships and mm-hmm. – Realizing that every opportunity that we have when we come in contact with somebody is an opportunity for us to build trust in our community. Absolutely. Right? And in any situation, even even, even if there's if a traffic arrest, stop. Even yeah. if there's an arrest. Yes. It's an opportunity Absolutely. for us well, to Well, Jamie, I mean, you've told me stories yeah. about, right? about someone, you've like arrested someone and then like mm-hmm. they'll come up to you and be like, hey, remember I remember me? you. Like, Total yeah. buddies though. Even like, I mean, I can tell you countless times where, I mean, I'm, you know, it just comes down where you have to take someone to jail and, and they, they've understand. And the whole time as we're driving, to the, we're having just a conversation, right. just, ta- just talking yeah. as, right. as mm. human beings, because that's what we are. You know, some people make, you know, make mistakes and, you know, but it's, it's all of our opportunity and there's, you never know what you're going to do. That's going to have a chance to impact somebody. Right. And right. so even though, you know, I might have arrested people, I've had them come up to me and be like, I remember you. And right? I was like, uh, yeah, I remember, I remember, I remember but you know too. what? But that's, you hear those, those stories. justice, right? Yeah. The process is fair. I can't really complain about the process. She was yeah. nice. She was respectful. Yeah. She gave me voice, but I messed up. I got a ticket. I got warrants. I got to go to jail. I don't necessarily like the outcome, but it was a cool interaction kind of thing, right? Yeah. And and what's so what I love about this community is um, you know, most times when I went out and I was talking, I, I'd say, Hey, you know, you guys always let me know when we do stuff wrong. You don't hesitate. I get those mm-hmm. messages, I get those emails. But be sure and let me know when our officers are doing good stuff. Yeah. And the community has showed out showed out. I get emails all the time about Stuff that may seem simple to our officers, because I'll get a, you know, I'll forward it to the officers, tell them, great job, thanks for representing us well. And most times I get back with Chief, I was just doing my job. Yeah, yeah, it's and doing I, your job, yeah. but it's making a difference. And I, and I can speak, you know, I think I can speak for the officers out there. It's like even something that y'all might think is so little, you know, we, it, it reiterates why we love what we do. So anytime you have those positive interactions and you get a chance to just kind of share you know, that interaction that you had with somebody, because it does get back to the officers and it does, mm-hmm. it does make a difference. And it just yeah. kind of gives them that, you know, I am, I am it doing, does. you know, doing I'm, something. I'm doing so. a great job, yeah. especially, you know, during a time when the rhetoric may not be that good about police, but, you know, in Waco, it's different, mm-hmm. you know, and our community is, is different. Do we still have some work to do? And some relationships to build. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But for the most part, our, our and citizens passing through 
I've gotten emails from people that don't live in Waco but may have stopped on, on the freeway or may have had an accident on the freeway or we may have helped a child who belonged to Baylor and they, you know who belong, who goes to Baylor <laughs> and they send an yeah. email or something just thanking us for our interaction. So um, I just want our officers to know that every interaction count and what they're doing matters, even though they feel like, yeah, this is just my job and how I'm supposed to do things. It is, but you're representing our department well, not just our department, again, our profession well. Well, Chief, last thoughts of the year, what you're looking forward to next year. I am just grateful to our uh, our police department, our patrol, our investigations, our support command, and how we've worked together, and our community, um, whether it's our community stakeholders, or our business owners, um, our neighborhood associations, or just people that live in our community and the work that we're doing to try to keep this trend of violent crime and nonviolent crime going in the right direction. Um, and the support, again, that we get from our community, I'm just so grateful um, to be here. There Again, there hasn't been one moment. I mean, yeah, I have my bad days, but there hasn't been one moment that I've woke up and thought, man, what did I do? Becoming a chief. <laughs> right? I'm still having a great time. Yeah. I'm still learning, still learning our community. And I, I just couldn't do this job effectively. Um, without all of you guys and without our community. And so um, I'm looking forward to things continuing to trend in the right direction, continuing for us to continue to build, continue to continue to continue to build partnerships, um, continuing to grow our department. One thing we didn't talk about was the 12 officers oh, that we got oh, from the yes. grant and then the 24 that we got oh, from goodness, yes. council. So we are going to increase our staffing by 24, hopefully. You know, and again, oh. people think that we can just go hire and put people on the street. That's still about an 18-month process. we got to go through hiring. Yeah. we got us into the academy. Yeah. We have to go through training but still we have them right and um if you know anybody who is interested in law enforcement or you think would be a good candidate maybe they didn't think about law enforcement but thought about social work or becoming a nurse or something else and you think that they would be a great police officer and, and represent uh, our department well our city well please send them to the waco police department we'd love yes. to have them yes yes well thank you chief so much once again our year in review yep. It's been a great one, and we're looking forward to next year. Thank you. Me Absolutely. too. Thank you. Have a great holiday season. Yeah, holiday right. season, new year. New year. Yeah, great ha new year. Have a great yes. new year. All Thank right. You. Thank you guys for joining us here on Waco PD on the Beat. I'm Sierra Shipley, the public information officer. Oh, and I am Officer Draper uh, with the Waco uh, Neighborhood Engagement. I'm, this is my second podcast, y'all. I'm her new co-host, so I'm, I'm still working on it, but... Uh, got to work on my closing. We'll get there. Have we'll, a, we'll get there. We're going to get there. You're doing, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. Have a good one, Waco. Thank you. Waco PD on the beat. The heartbeat serving 